Hey Gratitude Seeker, you're now listening to the Gratitude Podcast, episode 58. So so as an introvert, um, I'm, I'm very grateful on a number of levels. So I'm grateful that I can be alone. I'm grateful when I can find time to be alone. Um, but I'm also grateful for the people who make my life just so much more enriched. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, Georgian Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. With me today, I have a really special person. Her name is Sarah Werner, and she is also a podcaster. Uh, she helps creative people uh, find work-life balance, find uh, new ways of being creative and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, she's also um, a writer for uh, Forbes, if I, if I know correctly. And she has written a piece that has been very helpful for me, um, introverts and extroverts, especially in the, in the podcasting area. Uh, because I am an introvert and uh, I am doing podcasting and it was like, I felt like it was written for me. So uh, without further ado, hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for being here with us. Hi, I'm so excited to be on your show. Thank you. Thank you so much for sure. inviting me. I'm very excited. Sure, sure. So um, tell us a few words about uh, what you're working on, your projects and everything. So let's see. Um, as you already said, I am the host, editor, all of that good stuff of the Right Now podcast. That's W-R-I-T-E now. I'm that awesome. person. I'm sorry. I have my merch here. Um, <laughs> I'm also really excited to launch a new creative project, which by the time this episode airs, it sounds like will already hopefully be out. Um, it is an audio drama. So it's a fictional podcast, uh, science fiction, because I'm a dork, and it's <laughs> called Girl in Space, and it's about a girl in space. And so uh, look for that on iTunes, Stitcher, all of that good stuff. And uh, yeah, wish me luck. <laughs> yeah, well, we will link it uh, in the show notes. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting because I know you, uh, you're you doing great creative stuff. And also, I love science fiction as well. So uh, I don't know if it's for guys, but <laughs> it might work. Oh yeah, it's for it's for everyone. It's for everyone. Good, Just ignore good. all the purple and pink, and you know, <laughs> yeah, it's still a good story, I think. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So, um, I wanted to ask you firstly, what does gratitude mean for you, Sarah? Gratitude for me means a lot of different things, but but mainly it means a, a state of being. And this is something that you probably cover a lot on your show, um, but it, it just means putting yourself aside and focusing on other people. It, it's, it's really a humble thing. You know, it's realizing that the earth does not revolve around you. The sun does not revolve around you. Nothing really revolves around you. You are revolving <laughs> around other people. And they are what is important in life. And so if, if you come to things from, uh, from that perspective, I think that you'll find gratitude comes naturally. 
Yeah, that's that's very beautiful. And I'm glad that you're one of the persons for uh, the people for which gratitude comes naturally. Um, to be honest, I am not that kind of person. And it's one <laughs> of the reasons why, why I actually started this podcast to learn more from people like you that are able to um, to do this and to live with gratitude uh, like it's like it's something normal and uh, I really appreciate this and I think that um, it's something that we we can all learn from Got so, it. and I wouldn't say it comes naturally for me I, I think okay, that yeah. it was taught I, I think my I think my parents taught it my dad is a Lutheran pastor and I oh. think it's kind of one of those things that kind of comes with the territory it's sort of um seeing others before you see yourself was one of the things that he really taught us growing up. So I think I, I still have to work at it. Like it doesn't come easily or naturally for me. It's just sort of built into the core of my brain. So mm-hmm. I want to clarify that it's not necessarily easy all the time. And I definitely get into places where I'm like, why isn't everybody paying attention to me? You know, <laughs> why don't I matter more. Um, but, but yeah, having, having that sort of seed planted in there at an early age definitely helped. Yeah, this is wonderful, actually, because um, generally when we see someone that's um, grateful as a habit, like it's always uh, that person is always grateful, we we tend to think that they they are just born with it and they are just mm. positive, optimistic, and um, they see everything that's beautiful in the world. Um, but it, you you said something very interesting that you were actually taught. And it's something that we can learn, the ones that aren't as great at it. And um, yeah, I think this is a good point. Yeah, it's completely a mindset. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I'm also really curious how how gratitude works for you as, as an introvert. From what I understand, you see yourself more as an introvert than an extrovert. I have listened to um, a couple of your podcasts and... I know that you're actually somehow in between, like uh, (laughs) many of us, but uh, yeah, mostly an introvert. So how does gratitude work for you as an introvert? What a great question. I'm going to have to think about that for just a second. Um, as, As an introvert... You know, people tend to think of introverts as being maybe a little antisocial or asocial. Like, oh, you hate people. (laughs) No, I love people. (laughs) People are amazing. I love people. But I just get my energy from like really withdrawing my, you know, myself from other people and maybe being alone a little bit sometimes. Um, it, It kind of depends on what you want to surround yourself with. And I want to ask, is my connection coming through okay? Yeah. Because you're frozen a little bit. Okay, perfect. Good. Okay. (laughs) I'll keep going then. Um, So so as an introvert, um, I'm I'm very grateful on a number of levels. So I'm grateful that I can be alone. I'm grateful when I can find time to be alone. Um, But I'm also grateful for the people who make my life just so much more enriched. you know, it's, it's really easy to say, you know, I'm an introvert. And so naturally I prefer to be alone. Um, this is just my natural state. Um, you know, I, I don't really need other people. It's, it's really easy to go down that path and say like, I can just do this on my own, but you can't, 
<laughs> you can't, you know, you, you think that uh, you do things alone, but then you take a step back and you say, well, actually, you know, I really learned this from this other person or, you know, I, you know, this person taught me this or told me this, or this person really believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. And it's not just me. The other thing is, as an introvert, um, a lot of my friends growing up were books, which is why I love reading and writing so much today. Like I would, you know, I would go to like a relative's house for a holiday party and I would like shut myself in the bathroom and read like <laughs> hiding from other people. But, um, but people create those books. And so, you know, you're, you're not as alone as you think you are. I don't know if that answered your question, yeah. but that's kind of where I come in. I think it's 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 a really good um, point of view, and it's really interesting because I can totally relate. Like um, I am an introvert; I I need my time. I need time with myself, uh, but also I love being with people. And uh, <clears throat> one thing that uh, I spoke about uh, in quite a few episodes in Gratitude Reminders, it's um, another part of the Gratitude Podcast, uh, was the fact that the fact that we we need other people in our life that we can't do everything ourselves uh, gets us to feel grateful because if we would do everything ourselves, we wouldn't have every, anyone to be grateful uh, for, you know? And usually the, the things that people say they are most grateful for is people, other people, you know? And um, yeah, even as introverts, Uh, even though we need our space and our time, uh, we still love people and we still uh, appreciate them quite a lot. And I think this is this is a great point that that you made the, the combination between the two. Thank you. So, um, yeah. Also, what I wanted to to touch upon, and I'm really curious of your perspective, if you feel that um, gratitude helps with creativity. I I know that I've um, read an article um, about this and someone that's pretty well known, but I can't remember the name, uh, said something like this, that gratitude has a lot to do with uh, creativity. And I thought that it was an interesting point of view. Uh, what do you think about it? Gratitude and creativity. I, I love this. Um, I think that So there's the saying that, you know, there's no new ideas. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Uh, that there's only three stories in the entire world and that they've already all been told by the Greeks. You know, there's the comedy, the tragedy, and the history. Um, and it's, it's a really good idea to remember that when you're creating, that you are not in a vacuum. You are not alone. You are, you are creating things in a giant organic structure that changes and morphs as people come and go and add their own creativity to the, to the boiling pot, so to speak. Um, so, you know, we, we really have a lot to be grateful for as creatives. You know, we're building upon ideas. We're building upon others' ideas. You know, I watch an episode of a TV show or I read a book and those ideas become part of my ideas. And, and so it's really a beautiful thing to realize that we're all so interconnected. You know, we if you put me in a vacuum, I don't know what my ideas would be like because mm -hmm. I'm just so influenced by everything I've read and seen by conversations I've had with people. 
Um, you know, and, and other people even invented paints and crayons and pastels and someone invented the chisel so that you could create a sculpture. Um, so we have all of these things to be grateful for. You couldn't be a sculptor if no one had invented these tools. You couldn't, mm -hmm. you know, you couldn't even do a paper mache thing if nobody had invented paper mache. Um, so that's kind of one aspect of gratitude and creativity. I think a little bit of a deeper aspect of gratitude and creativity is when you, when you create something, you are, you're giving, right? You're, you're not, I know a lot of people say they create things for themselves and maybe they do a little bit to satisfy that creative itch. But when, when you're creating something, you're acting on a gift that was given to you, a creative gift that was given to you. And then you in return are giving it to other people right? So I write a book, I publish it, and people read it. Or, you know, I create a sculpture, and people look at it, and maybe they're moved, and they experience some kind of emotion. Um, and where I'm going with this is there's a give and a take to gratitude. And so I, I, I think that, um, and I'm still having my coffee here, so excuse my brain farts. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I really think that to be creative is to give gifts and to give comes from gratitude because, you know, if we're not grateful, we're always taking, we're not considering other people. Um, and so really thinking of your creative gifts, not only as gifts that were given to you, but as gifts you can give other people. I think that gratitude has a large part to play in the creative process. Yeah, I, I think this is this is a great idea, and um, I was also thinking uh, how usually how it usually something creative get gets uh, gets done. For instance, when I was uh, in high school, um, we had a band, <laughs> uh, and funny, so it was a rap band, and um, yeah, so. The, the kind of music that we, we created and the lyrics and everything were influenced by the things that we were appreciating. Like uh, we, we did like a certain, um, a certain band. We, we, like, we liked it very much. And also, for instance, when I was in high school, I was um, reading self-development books. So I was doing the lyrics and the lyrics were like motivational, you yeah. know? And um, it was quite interesting how uh, different bits and pieces from, from other places that we were appreciating got together into something new, something creative. And yeah, I think it does, uh, it does come from appreciating certain things and putting, in, putting them together into something new uh, that, that is actually not not so new because it's from the bits and pieces from the other things, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite books is, uh, it's called Steel. Hi, I'm Dr. Andreas Michaelitis, Chief Psychologist at Noom. This past year has shown us how important our overall health is, and Noom is here to help. Most weight loss plans fall short because they don't provide lasting results. But at Noom, our psychology-driven approach is designed to help you change your relationship with food. Changing the way you eat starts with your mind, and Noom gives you the tools you need to succeed on your terms. Sign up now and lose the weight for good at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com.
Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. And it it sort of plays, you know, a lot of people get discouraged when you say there's no new ideas. You know, like, oh, I wanted to invent something. I wanted this to be about me. But it's not. You know, there's so many ideas out there that we work off of. And it's just, it's important to realize that you're part of a fabric and you're not a little piece of something floating around all alone out here. You know, you're a part of something really amazing. And it's definitely something to be grateful for. Totally, totally. And it's also, um, there's another thing about this, the fact that we, um, when we say things, sometimes we we're not that creative when, when we say them. Like there are things that we heard in the past, like the fact that we should be grateful. Uh, you know, it's something that you might, you might hear uh, here and there. And afterwards you say it and you tell other people. But the thing is that we don't always uh, really get uh, the idea of it. Like we don't actually uh, understand the words and feel them. And I'm really curious if you if you remember uh, the time where when you actually got to feel gratitude and understanding understand it on a personal level, not just on a on a theoretical level. That's a great question. It's a great question. I have I think I have a I have a couple. I have a couple of stories, but maybe I'll keep them limited so I don't bring this podcast to a runtime of like nine hours. <laughs> um, so um, I am what my mother calls a medical nightmare. Um, I've had countless spinal surgeries and oh, no. all sorts of things. I've had skin cancer. I've had just oh, my pretty much everything. Um, well, maybe not everything, but um, <laughs> There's a lot of stuff yeah. wrong with me, right? Oh. And um, I, I had a life-saving operation when I was 16 years old. Um, so I had a very severe case of scoliosis, and my spine had actually grown in backwards. So the, the base of my spine was facing outward. Oh and um, I, I think about that sometimes. You know, if if I didn't live in a time when we had, you know, the medical advancements that we do today, I wouldn't be alive right now. Um, and, and this is just, this is such an incredible thing. And it's, it, it kind of depends what you focus on. So the surgeries that I've had have all been very painful. They've required, I had to learn how to walk again, which wow. is not fun. Um, I went through high school sort of with a hunchback and, you know, that makes you real popular. And, and so there's, there's a lot that you could choose to focus on, uh, and and be ungrateful for. You could say, man, you know, life really screwed me over. Um, you know, I don't have a lot of energy. I can't run. Uh, I lost my ability to swim. So if you throw me in water, I will drown. Like there's, so there's just so many things that I could choose to be ungrateful for. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, me too. That and, that 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 was the thing that I I can't swim also. So, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I used to be a swimmer before my oh. surgery. I used to swim competitively. Oh. I wasn't very good, but it was you know it was something that I did. And um, but I I am so grateful. I'm so grateful that I was able to get the medical attention I needed. I was so grateful for the surgeon who straightened out my spine and did all of these things to make it so that I could 
live. I mean, this is, it's so important. And, and I think that um, it gives you a sense of perspective, you know, realizing that, you know, okay, I might not be alive right now if it wouldn't, if it hadn't been for that. I don't think you necessarily need a life-saving operation or a brush with death to appreciate what you have, but it certainly lends a dash of perspective that I like to share with people. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, I'm maybe in pain a lot and I can't run and I can't do these other things, but you know, on the flip side, I'm not dead right now. <laughs> so I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, and so uh, when I was in the hospital, I was 16 years old for the first one. And I, and I remember talking to my nurses and every time a nurse came in, I was just like, you are helping me. I love this. You are so great. I'm so grateful for you. You're amazing. And the nurses like were freaking out because they're like, everybody just yells at us all the time. You know, like nurse, I need, I need some ice or nurse, I need this or nurse, I hurt. And I, I made a conscious decision to be grateful to the nurses. And it was actually really cool because they ended up like, I don't know. I, I, um, I was in the hospital for a long time. And so I kind of got to know them and they would come in and they'd be like, Oh, Sarah, you know, here, I brought you a book or, Hey, I brought you a movie from home and you can watch it. And (laughs) it, it ended up being a really positive experience. Like I was in the hospital for a long time in immense pain. My spine had just been turned around but I was having a great time making friends with these nurses. And every time my favorite thing, and I still remember this, every time I would say something kind to one of the nurses and say, thank you for doing this or or show gratitude, their face would just light up. And it was just, what a, what a feeling, what an amazing feeling to know that even when you're lying in a hospital bed, you can say words that can make someone else smile, that can make their day better. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. That's so wonderful. I love it. I love, I love your story. And uh, I think that it teaches us something very important about our own life and about showing appreciation for the work of other people. Like, uh, firstly, the fact that we, um, we have all kinds of problems and it's, we are, <laughs> we are wired this way to focus on them and uh, to make sure that they get solved because that's linked to our survival. But other than that, when we get perspective like this, when we see the fact that we are alive and there are people that uh, if you were, I'm just saying in a third world world country, probably you wouldn't exist right now, you know, and it's, it brings yeah. perspective into into our life and in, into the fact that we have so many reasons to to be grateful right now. And also, even though you were in pain, you were able to to show appreciation and and to be different uh, com- compared to other patients that were that were there that were that were not appreciating uh, the nurses there. And the beautiful part is that it it was uh it came back in a positive way and i hope that our listeners will will see that uh expressing appreciation is something that's great for you because you you get to show appreciation to other people and it also it can also get back so it's uh it's not something just altruistic if you're not the type to be very altruistic but something that you can also uh, gain some benefits from. So yeah, that's pretty cool. It absolutely is. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. So, so. 
Um, you said you mentioned something about uh, another story. Uh, if you want to share it, share that with us as well. Definitely. So um, up until recently, I worked for a marketing agency. So I've been in marketing for 10 years and I got to use some of my creativity there. And that was very fun. And it's very easy when you work for someone else, you know, when you're in a cubicle or at a desk and you have someone else telling you what to do all day, it's very easy to get resentful. And, um, and I'm no stranger to this. I mean, I think everybody struggles with it. It's like, oh, you know, stop telling me what to do. You know, I can do this on my own. I don't need all this other garbage in my life. You know, it's it's really easy to go down that path. And maybe I'd like to confess, I did go down that path. <laughs> and like, oh, I nobody appreciates me and I'm so amazing and all of that stuff. But, you know, I, I got to a point where... Um, I I decided I was going to leave my full-time job and this was back in April, 2017 and I planned for it for a while. And then I put in my, I put in a month's notice and after I did that, you start to see things differently because you're like, okay, you know, I'm in my last month here, I'm heading out and you kind of start to look at the people around you and you realize that you get stuck in this spiral, right? This ungrateful spiral. And you're like, well, why should I be grateful? You know, they're paying me. I'm here to do this work that they're giving me. You know, I shouldn't feel grateful. But if you don't like most of your coworkers, maybe there's still one that you like. Maybe you've learned a lot from a boss, even if the boss has been kind of a jerk. <laughs> um, and, and so in that last month, um, working full-time in a, in an agency, uh, in a marketing environment, um, just realizing how much I had learned and how much I had grown, um, who hated advertising and thought that, you know, I was selling my soul to, you know, <laughs> to work for a corporation and all that stuff. But, um, in that last month, I really had to do some reflecting and say, you know, this wasn't all me. I am so grateful for everything I've learned. And it just went even beyond job skills. It went to um, how to how to do sales, like how to conduct myself in a meeting, how to run a meeting, um, how to do some of these other tasks that I hadn't known how to do that I'd learned from my coworkers, um, how to be a good manager, how to be a good employee. Um, and even, you know, how much am I worth? Like, how much money should I be asking for? And when should I ask for raises? So it's just, it's just taking a step back and, and treating your employment as um, a learning experience. And, and I think that gratitude has a part to play in that it, because you're not going to see it as a learning experience and you're not going to learn as much if you're not grateful to be there. And if you're not at some point um, humble enough to say, Oh, I couldn't do this all on my own. So I, I think that that was um, that was a big turning point for me too. And to this day, um, I, I still have a good relationship with my old employer. They're just great people, and they're doing great things. And we keep in touch. And it's just I feel like it's a very it was a very healthy uh, transition. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And um, I think that it's it's 
a good moment to see uh, the beautiful things that that were there and that you can bring uh, into your new experience because uh, we have this thing called um, uh, the hedonic effect, uh, if mm -hmm. I remember well, that after a while, uh, when we are in a certain place, we get used to the positives, to the things that are working great, the fact that, I don't know, we have a great chair that we sit in or that our computer works great compared to the computer we used to have or something like this. And uh, we only see the things that aren't working great, you know, and okay, I've, I have to sit on this, uh, uh, sit uh, on this chair for eight hours a day, or I don't know, the fact that the chair is better than the other one doesn't even matter anymore. But it's something that we can only see when we, when we get out of the situation. Yeah. And, uh, and you know what? You make a great point there too. And that reminds me of something else. And that is you always have a choice. I, I think that, you know, saying like, I have to sit in this chair for eight hours. Um, that, that reminded me that I, I thought that for the longest time. And then I was like, you know what? Screw this. I don't want to sit at this chair for eight hours. So I brought in the materials for a standing desk and I made the choice to do that. And so, so it's, it's good to know too, that you always have a choice and that you can choose what you do and how trapped you feel in a certain situation. And I think that that can also have a good effect on that too. So thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> thank you. I, I love, I love this point because um, <clears throat> there is something uh, really uh, talking about creativity, you know, when you're always thinking about what's not working and you're just complaining about it and you're, you're not, you're so focused on complaining about it that solutions, even though they, they might be just one step away, you just can't see them anymore. And um, the funny thing is that if you just focus for one bit uh, at a creative solution, you might find it and you might get a whole nother experience and i think this this is brilliant and it's something that i think our uh, listeners can can implement right now like if you have something that's uh, that's that you're complaining about all the time just give it a little bit 10% or 1% of your time give it to focusing on some creative solution and you might end up even more grateful for your the place you're working uh, in or a particular problem yeah i think this is awesome <laughs> thank you so um what i was also wanted to to ask if you have some people in your life that you uh, really appreciate or that along your journey have helped you and you want to mention on on the podcast so I am first and foremost, extremely grateful for my siblings. I have two sisters and a brother and we text each other all day. Um, we keep each other grounded. We give each other the perspective that we need um, to overlook maybe the problems and to embrace the goodness in life. And so I'm very grateful for them. I'm also very grateful for uh, my friend Joanna, who sends me bits of poetry to keep me inspired throughout the day, and to my mentor, Melissa, um, with whom I can meet over a cup of coffee and be myself and talk about anything. Finally, I cannot uh, forget my husband, Tim, who supports me through all of this stuff. Um, he's a writer as well, and so I'm very grateful that we're in a place where we can understand each other. We're both very creative. 
Um, and he is just absolutely my partner in everything. And I'm just so grateful uh, to have somebody like that in my life. So that's so wonderful. I love the fact that you, you're both creatives and uh, that you, you know, you know, the struggle, you know, uh, how easy it is or how hard it is uh, sometimes. And uh, yeah, I, I appreciate the fact that you, you are courageous enough to, to do this. Like it's not the easiest path to go on from my experience and from the experience of other people. So it's quite something to, to be able to do this. So um, let us know a, f- a few things about um, your podcast, about uh, the project that you're working on, because we are nearing the end of our time together and al- also where people can find you. And uh, if, if you want them to, uh, to write to you or things like this. Absolutely. Thank you for this opportunity. My gosh. Um, let's see. My name is Sarah Werner and you can find me at sarahwerner.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-W-E-R-N-E-R.com. Uh, you can get in touch with me through my website. You can also find me on all of the social media and there's links to that on my site as well. Um, like I said before, I am the host, editor, you know, whatever, distributor, producer of uh, my own podcast called The Right Now Podcast (laughs) of everything. Writers and all writers, and it gives you the time, energy, and courage you need to pursue your passion and write or sculpt or paint or dance or cook every day. Whatever your creative passion is, I want to help you realize that. Um, You can find that out on iTunes, Stitcher. It's out on sarahwerner.com. It's in all the places. Um, Finally, uh, like you said earlier, um, I'm working on a new creative project. I wonder if I have, uh, gosh, I don't have any of my stuff here for it. So it's called Girl in Space. And it's an audio drama about a girl in space. It's science fiction. It should be a fun story. And it actually deals with themes of gratitude and feeling alone and being creative and being in a place you know, where, where you need to rely on other people. And so uh, by the time this podcast comes out, it should be out on iTunes and Stitcher and all those other things. You can also find it at girlinspacepodcast.com. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks for letting me have that spiel there. (laughs) Sure, sure. So um, I really love uh, what you're doing. And I think that we need creativity in our life because especially for those that are uh, working in jobs that they don't enjoy too much and that uh, constrain a lot of their creativity. We need creative expression and it's it's something that we just have in, inside of us and I think that uh, it's great to have a podcast to listen to that uh, is focused on this and on the, on the challenges of uh, being creative and having the courage to actually do do something like this and it's i think it's also related uh, to our inner child like mm. uh, when we were uh, children we wanted to play we wanted to to be creative to to write to to, to draw to um color and uh, that part of us <laughs> that inner child still exists and i think this, this creativity brings brings it out and it's uh, it brings out also other parts of us that are important and also 
I think it relates to gratitude as well, because when we are children, we usually appreciate everything like it's magical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I think this creativity uh, gets us back in touch with that and with our um, way of seeing the world in a magical way. <laughs> I love that. Yes, that is absolutely, yes, very well said. All right. Thank you so much for being here with us and uh, for sharing your stories, your experience and your um, creativity. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Well, thank you. This has been a delight. I love that I've been able to speak with your listeners. Thank you so much for your great questions. And this has just been an absolute delight. Sure. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now.